Good day and welcome to the Tech Central podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Robus, and today we are continuing with our three-part series with episode two of Ava Security, simple smart security from Ava, who are protecting people and assets, which is their game. In our first episode, we looked at the insider threat and where the people were actually the threat to your organization. Today, we are taking it a step further by how you can avoid the threat of your people letting security guard down by heightening their awareness and their training. And instead of speaking to Ava, we are lucky enough to be joined by someone from Investec. And I'm so glad that Ashika, who is the head of security awareness training, has joined us today. Ashika, Bava, thank you for giving us an hour of your day and welcome. Thanks so much, Dan. So just a little bit about myself in terms of my background. As you've mentioned, I am the head of security awareness training at Investec. And yeah, I've just joined Investec recently. So it's about three months in and I'm very, very excited. <laughs> oh, brilliant, Ashika. It's so good that we can have a customer on the line who is doing this. Ashika, did your title, Head of Security Awareness Training, exist three years ago? No, so actually it didn't exist at all. In fact, this role is quite upcoming. You know, we see a lot of security champions or ambassadors, those types of roles that are coming in. But yeah, this is very new for Investec, as well as the broader kind of economy or business mm. environment. Mm. Have you always been in security? So, in fact, I've come from a consulting background yeah. and as part of my consulting role, mainly specializing in privacy, governance, information security, cybersecurity. So, obviously, cybersecurity would fit under the umbrella of information security. But yeah, this is definitely a very new role for me. I am specializing, so very new to the roles and yeah, learning on the go. <laughs> That's outstanding. And I think that just by the fact that you have a position now created for it, talks to the fact that cybersecurity is at the forefront of protecting organizations. I heard a stat today that we're losing $11.4 million a minute to cyber crime. And a lot of it is starting because people click on the wrong link. Is that what you do? Are you a brand ambassador for Investec Security? Or what does the role entail for you? So basically, the role entails most of what you've mentioned, but also more. I mean, there's really more to the security awareness program that we're rolling out in terms of phishing simulations, you know, understanding the human or human error, human behavior, the culture. There's a few pillars that we actually target. So at Investec, the pillars that are focused on is behavior, your culture, the risk, your strategy. But for me, the key or the bigger bubbles would be your behavior and your culture bubbles. Security awareness training is not about checking off a compliance box, right? Most of the human error is involved in more than 90% of security breaches. So clicking on links, that's one aspect, but I mean, social engineering attacks, I mean, you get so many cyber attacks and cyber crime out there that is involved as part of the human error. And, you know, the human error fits into our pillars that I've mentioned. Okay, so I just want to go back. There was so much there that you said. The first thing that you said is that this is not a tick box. So from a perspective of where you are in the organization, 
who do you actually report to then? So I would report to a manager that heads up the information security area for maybe one of the divisions within Investec. Okay. There are a few information security officers across Investec. I report to one of them. Okay, so we've got a net that spans the bank. So financial services is quite mature in this. And they have now identified that hearts and minds and educating is one area where we've got to start with. And this is the folks behind the keyboards that are really there. And you've touched on culture and behavior. Are we now making a culture of paranoid users? Is that what you're aiming for? Nervous of everything? Definitely not. So it's more on the preparedness side. So there's a whole analogy that I want to use is preparedness versus paranoia. So as an example, if we look at your webcam, I mean, for the first time, like when I got into security and cybersecurity, I was like, no, somebody's, you know, going to be watching me. I need to get my webcam cover and start covering it. But I mean, that's one of the areas of being prepared, you know, okay, like I can see the light that switched on, but then knowing that hackers or cyber criminals can switch off that light. And maybe if you are working on your personal laptop, you know, maybe have a webcam cover for protection instead of being too paranoid, rather be prepared. I mean, that's the whole thing about being prepared versus being paranoid. (laughs) I really like that. I think that that's going to be my takeaway so far, preparedness versus paranoia. Where do you start on an educational journey like this to get our users security aware? Okay, so when we're speaking about security awareness training, security awareness training would definitely help to reduce your risk. So for example, to prevent any loss of personal information or company information, or when it comes to avoiding any hefty fines or penalties. But then just offering that training simply doesn't always work, right? So training tries to tackle the knowledge aspect, but then we assume that if employees or people just know more, then they'll do something different about it. So maybe knowing isn't just enough. We want to understand what they do and that's what matters, right? So we want to see what they do. And if you look at maybe an example, so if I'm not motivated to learn and apply my knowledge, so currently I'm doing my master's in management and digital business, right? And if I'm not motivated to learn and to apply my knowledge, I can never change my behavior, right? So when we look at behavioral science, so for example, we look at behavior that will then change or some form of motivation or prompt or the ability that needs to be covered so that one can actually go and apply that knowledge instead Mm. of just having it. So have you got a three-step program that you're taking people through? Can you talk us through that so we're not on the academia level? I want to drill down how do we practically change our client retention area to be more security aware? Okay. Yeah. So as part of our security awareness program, I prefer the carrots over the sticks approach, right? When it comes to security awareness. So when we look at our program, it's pretty much looking at that in the same kind of view where we don't really have steps. Sometimes things happen on an ad hoc basis. So for example, we look at our communication component and how we're going to distribute our communications over various channels. So for example, right now with everyone working remotely, we kind of want to use MS Teams. We want to use maybe newsletter content that would roll out via email. We would look at our intranet. And as part of the security awareness program itself, 
We look at the various channels. We look at key topics. So at the end of the day, the one thing that I would say is that we shouldn't look at your fear-based messaging and rather focus on reinforcing your positive empowerment, okay. right? Looking at the top priorities. So basically reducing the noise so that people can engage with the signal okay. and the signal being your top priorities. Okay. And that's what we've taken into consideration when drafting this awareness okay. program. Okay. Okay. What I like about what you've just said there is we are using context through multiple channels, focusing on key topics. So if there's something in the news, like one of your competitors has been hacked, you use that as an awareness. Guys, look at what's happened here. These are the reasons why, and this is how to avoid it. So you're quite a content creator then. Definitely. So I definitely want to become a professional content creator, if I can say. But right okay. now, it's more about trying to understand our users' behavior and okay. how they behave with our content, if they are engaging. I mean, we want to send out just as much as there are breaches and a whole lot of cybercrime or events that do take place. It's important to enforce positive postings as well. Okay. You know? Yeah, I get that. And I love how you err on the side of positivity. So we are looking at our users at how they are behaving so we can modify messages to them around the security. What role does technology play in that, in your monitoring, in your updating and informing your users? So in terms of the technology, so I can bring up Ava Security as an example, right? Okay. So there might be various types of cybercrime out there or different types of behavior that users are doing or performing, especially now working remotely. Mm. And mm. An example, Ava Security would assist us in looking at tracking inside of threads for data security. So there might be triggers at the endpoint. So if I'm a user and I'm transferring information from my personal computer to my work PC or vice versa, you know, Ava security will then be able to assist us. And that's where technology kind of plays a part is that we use these different technologies to assist us to track where data transfers are being made, where they've been shared. It's done via Bluetooth, USB, etc. Ashika, when you're working with users, especially in a high-pressure environment like an Investec, how front of mind is security to your average user, your average to higher level management person, in your opinion? When it comes to looking at security awareness training to specific users, you have to have targeted training towards different areas. Mm. So if I'm not mistaken, it would definitely be, well, we look at it from a point of view where we would not really differentiate between managerial versus, you know, kind of another employee that's reporting to that manager mm. they kind of put into the same bucket especially if from an educational point of view where security comes in they might already be at the same level or maybe one higher than the other so when it does come to you know focused targeted training we would look at the various departments we look at their day-to-day -day operations and target that training towards them and how security literate are most of the people if one so being one being, I've got no idea, 10 being they are security specialists. Where would you range users just as an empirical thought? 
So I would rate them. I mean, we haven't really sent out as many, you know, training modules as yet, but to fish on the phishing campaigns, I mean, mm. the behavior that we're trying to kind of get to and seeing right now, I would put that number maybe, you know, towards the good side, because a lot awesome. of people actually, you know, the rating would be more positive because a lot of people, even though they might not know how to report it, but they do detect it, they identify it. And they might not know the reporting method, but they would still message us on email or teams to say, I've seen this email. Is this legit? It really looks suspicious. Can, awesome. you know, can you tell a little bit more about it? So we're saying the users are ambiently aware and they're erring on the side of caution, which is brilliant. So it means that they're ready for this. They understand that security is needed. And I guess because you're lucky enough to play in financial services, people are playing with money here. So they tend to be a little bit more cautious. What are the two things that you've learned about this role? You've come from consulting and you've moved into this role that you never knew about. You just, no ways. So I think the one thing was, you know, the different LMS. So it was an LMS system that I had to then use, right? So I came in knowing about a third-party service provider and I used that training platform to kind of distribute content. And what's awesome is that I really, really loved moving to the new LMS system that we're using now for training holistically for investing globally. And I think that was one key takeaway. The other one is that, okay, it's a smaller user base, but it's so great to engage with people on a personal level. And I mean, within the same company. So even though I'm located in South Africa, I mean, there's so many like individuals that I can connect with globally. And, and that was amazing for me, the connections and building the network and understanding where users kind of fit in because yeah. I joined uh, remotely. So yeah. I think that was, that was fantastic. Yeah. So you were thrown in the deep end, middle of COVID, <laughs> just joined the team. That's outstanding. <laughs> and the whole security team within Investec, are they centralized in a chat function or are you on your own and doing your own strategies, you know, training, perimeter defense, application defense. How do you guys work that? So we don't work on a, you know, someone does their own thing, right? So everything is pretty much interconnected. Mm. We love and encourage people to become team players. So as an example, if someone in another area or within security, but just focusing, for example, on maybe access management or insider threats or, you know, governance, and we all kind of collectively come together to collaborate. I mean, that's what works best is because security awareness isn't like on its own. Mm. There's a government mm. component. It definitely touches on many, many, many channels, right? And yeah, we kind of all work together and it's not separated. We do have a central chat function, which we communicate on. As an example, Cyber Awareness Month, you know, all the initiatives that are running. It's amazing to see how people kind of get involved and Yeah, I mean, we use those channels to communicate. Outstanding. I'm so glad. As the security awareness trainer and responsible for it, if I gave you 10 times your budget, what would you spend it on? Rewards. (laughs) Okay, talk me through that. 
Okay, so as I've said before, you know, fear-based messaging is definitely not a good idea. So we would want to encourage empowerment through positive enforcement. So okay. we need to empower employees with the tools that they can use for each message that we deliver. So that's one aspect. And then the other side is that how do we actually make them more motivated and interested in security, right? Okay. So we need to shift now the messaging to positive, not really negative, yeah. and then get to engage with our positive posts and reward them on engaging on security okay. so that's so that's pretty much what i would do with the budget <laughs> ah, that's outstanding and what is your biggest challenge apart from engagement what is your biggest challenge that you're facing to get people security aware looking at social proof and social learning we're still not there because you know I look at it from a social proof perspective, if 25% of people are doing some good or positive security best practices and they're following through, then the rest will follow. Okay. So our target is basically kind of to get to that level where social proof, social learning kind of starts working um, okay. starting to get away get a from momentum. The, oh, get a momentum. We must move away from blaming people. I mean, okay. that's what social proof, you know, kind of tells us, right? Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. So this insider threat must really hit you quite hard because that's basically saying, guys, the biggest threat we have are our users, which goes completely against the message you're trying to get across with the carrot. Do you <laughs> shy away from that though and not share that message or how do you coat that? So we're definitely going to be bringing it in, you know, so three months in and, you know, within the next few months, it is going to be built in. And I think, yeah, it's important for people to resonate with that type of messaging instead of the whole stick kind of approach mm, where mm. they're not going to, I mean, if you look at human behavior, they're not going to resonate. And also, even if they do know what's right or mm. the right thing to do, it might come back to they don't know why. Mm, so, mm. so you have to look at it from there. This in-context training that you talk about is really important. And in-context, in-time security awareness, I think, is so important. And the use of technology and the use of, like you were saying, Ava Security, giving you information and giving you the stats and that is pretty important. If I think of you and your career coming from consulting and now into an environment and a responsibility, I know that I've got them, but what's in your toolbox that you keep that you've brought with over the years that makes you more effective in the job that you've got? So for me, it would definitely be from the soft skill side, communicating uh, with people, engaging with them. I'm not a really strict person. So I think staying on the user side is always important instead of their manager side, if I can put it in inverted commas. So yeah, I think from that perspective, consulting really helped me with communication. It okay. helped me with setting my goals. It really focused on those things. And I'm a goal setter. So when it comes to security awareness training as well, that's why I prefer the carrots to sticks approach because okay. if I focus on getting the users on my side or like can they can resonate with my feelings towards security awareness, it would assist them, not only me, but yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How do you prove ROI? of your area? So security awareness training, I mean, we've already touched on human behavior and human mm. error. And it's so real with cybercrime and things like that. So if there isn't any investment, 
in security awareness or buy-in from stakeholders mm -hmm. and users and customers or clients and shareholders, mm -hmm. then it seems like, you know, there might be a negative light in terms of just the brand reputation or any fines or penalties that Investec will face. So when it does come to, you know, just investment within uh, security awareness, I think, yeah, it's, it's positive. As we are in October and we're going into this month of security awareness, what would you like to have as a motto for this month? Do you have one yet? Have you printed T-shirts for us with the AVA logo and then yourself? Or what is your motto for October? So for me, I would say take security home with you. Not the security person, just the security... No. Take security <laughs> home with you because okay. it's so important for us to get our message across during Cyber Awareness Month to say that security is not all about being at the office and just looking at it from a work perspective. Take it home with you. Come yeah. on, we've, we'll give you the tools. If you don't know any of the tools or need yeah. assistance, we'll give it to you. So, I mean, that's what we want to empower our people with. <laughs> Excellent. That's really, really lovely. Take it home with you so that the security breaches don't happen when you're working at night. I mean, this concept of a work-life balance isn't there. It's, it's just life that we do. And unfortunately, we're all working at different times. And that creates these huge challenges for the security teams. But we've got to make it that our people can work. What is the counter message that you bring from users into your security fold what do you take to them about what your users are going through so if it's something that's too boring like for example if our communication is too boring i find that oh i always put myself in the shoes of a user right okay. if your content is boring maybe it's too factual people don't really care about that so i would take it back to security and say listen users don't really care about how many clicks we have on our phishing you know simulation they would rather care about oh my gosh this is the number of users that actually reported the phishing simulation and one of them is in my team let me go and also kind of report the next phishing simulation that comes wow. out <laughs> wow i really like that you know i was following a major cycling race and the people who were looking after that website were reporting on how many phishing attacks. And the millions intrigued me because I'm a big numbers person. Yeah. But it's the way you've put it there is actually how does it affect the user and make it personalized? So you want mass communication on a personalized level to your users, which will make them invested in security. Yes, Brilliant. Wow. I like when you get into a slump because you're in training you're emotional, you're giving the whole time. How do you, Ashika, get out of a slump in order to put your game face on for your users and continue? What's your secret? <laughs> so I think there is no secret, right? So Dan, I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much not even, it's not even a job to me or a role. I think for me, it's a passion. So I look at it from that point of view. And if I am kind of down or I have anxiety or something, it might not really relate to security awareness. I love yeah. this. So, yeah. I mean, I want people to come to me. I want users to yeah, kind of like get into my mailbox and connect with me on a personal level. I mean, I enjoy that. I love working with people. So this is definitely where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. That is brilliant. 
if you were lucky enough to be sitting next to a leader in this field from Ava, what would you ask them? So I would ask them in terms of like the, maybe the technology or like, I mean, let's find a way of how we can kind of demonstrate this to users. I mean, I think users are not really, maybe they're not too familiar of what's happening okay. in the back end. Maybe people are like uploading their payslips through their Gmail account or, you know, some type of sensitive information that they're doing on their PCs. But I mean, as a new joiner as well, I can say for myself, that we need to get that message across to say that when users do come into the organization or new joiners do enter the organization, that they should be aware that they shouldn't use their work laptop for personal use, right? Because of X, Y, and Z. I mean, then it's fine to kind of show them, okay, this is what can, this is what we can see. Did you know okay. that? Okay. And then this expert, have you found an expert in industry that is a mentor to you as an educator, as a trainer, as a changer of hearts and minds? Do you have a hero in security yet? Definitely Yolani Moodley. Okay. Just a shout out to her. And yeah, being there as a mentor, as a friend. Yeah, it's, I mean, she really, I think, I think she's one of the, you know, really key, I think, important roles. And I think she's played it in my life as well, in terms of cybersecurity, in terms of information security. And yeah, I think, yeah, just want to send a shout out to her. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> you know, I was reading a book regarding a sports person who does mountain running and extreme trails and her team is made up of 13 people including a coach and a mentor and i think that if these world beaters have got coaches mentors and other people around them we should as industry leaders as well consider having those coaches and mentors so that we can be better so that's my thing on coaching and mentoring because i think it's so important as an educator You've covered, we've got technology. We've got the challenge of security people who want to beat our users. We've got users that are flooded with information so they don't know where they're going all the time and they still have to do a job. What is giving you hope that our users are going to take the step up to be the security people that we want with a little bit more awareness? I think my hope, I'm, I'm very hopeful. I think I'm really, really hopeful, you know, that users will start interacting, seeing what's out there. I mean, it's looking at your current events as well. So let me give you another example. I love examples. Me um, too. So when it comes to like your COVID vaccination cards, as an example, right, and the whole COVID vaccines and, you know, people love to like show that they've been vaccinated, but not in the right way. So they would love to, you know, take a picture of their COVID vaccination card and put it on Instagram post or Facebook post. And I mean, when we're looking at that type of event or incident that happens, a person like me or another person, a friend that I might have told about this, might go and share with their friends that are doing it that stop doing this. It's, it's not right. I can see your ID number. I can see your social security number. There's some health information on there. Guess what? I can actually go and schedule a phishing attack for you for your second vaccine that you're going to go to because I can see the location of your vaccine site. So yeah, I can maybe just send you a phishing link and you're going to click on it and yeah. You haven't Into given your... me hope. You haven't. You've stripped me of hope. Come on. Give me. 
So you're saying that because we are now more ambiently aware of security, we're seeing people play a security role even in our everyday lives. I really like that. That message isn't lost on me. The industry itself is being challenged, probably the fastest growing industry. And October is all around security and where we are going. If there was a new young person coming in, and moving into the security environment, what advice would you give them before coming into this exciting, growing, dynamic area? So the one thing that I would say, and I know I've like repeatedly said it, the positive enforcements. Let's empower our users, not maybe on the knowledge side, they might know it, but might do the wrong thing, but let's empower them with the tools that they need and keep that motivation going. I mean, if there is no motivation, there's lack of everything Mm, else. mm, So, I mean, I would definitely inform them to reinforce that and then start like having that, build that mindset, like when coming into this specific area or this role. Now you've been in training for a while at Investec, but you come from consulting How long until you go back into consulting and you take Ava's products and you start consulting into it? Or is this your new career now? Have you gone, are you in training and education in that? You're going to become a guru in that. Uh, I'm definitely for training and education. Yeah, I don't see the consulting coming back. I think I'm really, I'm just enjoying, I can see my life going in this direction already. Um, And I must say that I would already start wanting to become a mentor. I know we spoke about mentorship. I would want to become a mentor to a few users or a few people or, you know, whoever Mm. might Mm. come up. Yeah, I probably would want to become a mentor, maybe a lecturer. Oh, wow. Okay, that would be cool. To schools and to universities or, yeah, something. Because I guess, you know, security awareness is not really, it's not enforced Mm. as Mm. much. I think Mm. um, coming from schools and coming from universities and then into work, it's not really kind of enforced. And maybe if we do bring it somewhere there, later Mm. on, people would then be able to resonate a lot Mm. more with cybersecurity Mm. and information security. It's almost like self-defense. You know, we train our daughters, or certainly I'm training my daughters, how to look after themselves, both in body and in mind. And they need the self-defense of the cyber environment as well. And October is just bringing it again and again to the fore. It's not actually cyber crime, is it? It's crime. It's it's crime. This is real stuff that we're dealing with and you're stopping people. So you are like, a security guard. Hey, you're, you're a good security guard. Now, Ashika, if we were asking you to write a book about the next year, what would your chapter one be from a work perspective? I would go for, you know, coming out of fully COVID-19. Okay. And, you know, maybe people, they forget about okay, oh no, I'm coming from home and now moving to the office and now I'm like forgetting my best security best practices between working from home and then working from the office. Because I must say, a lot of people are going to be going back to the office and then also working from home. So the flexibility of working remotely might actually fluctuate a lot more. Then from now, a lot, or, or maybe let's just say last year or early this year, a lot of people were working from home. And now it's, you know, it's just upcoming where a lot of people are going into the office or working from a remote area and then going to the office. So I think getting those kind of bubbles in order, 
And I would write my book around that because taking security home is another, is that same motto. Yes, <laughs> I, I like that. That's, that's your motto for October. What are yes. you hoping to learn from the vendors in October? We know that there's lots of messaging coming out. We know there's a lot of online sessions and education. What are you hoping to take out of this month of security awareness? So what I'm hoping that I can also get from vendors and a little bit more of what I can reshare on LinkedIn, for example, is the tools and maybe like instructions of how people can do better or kind of enhance their security measures to reduce risk, whether being at home or in the office. So for example, it's easy to say do's and don'ts, but then we might not actually encourage a lot of the tools or mention a lot of the tools that people use. So for example, a lot of people still don't know what password managers are. And, you know, I'd like to see, like, if we're talking about the topic of password security, Mm. that we also talk about multi-factor authentication and two-factor authentication and password managers and things like that. Okay, brilliant. Okay. So for anyone from an AVA perspective that's listening, that would be great if we've got content that we can provide on that. And the bias towards the end user, I'm assuming from your side, you're not talking about the people that are rolled up their sleeves on security and and doing perimeter and application security and integration security. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I always put myself in the shoes of a user. That means you're ordinary. And I'm looking at it from a person that's walking down the road kind of vibes. It's not someone that's tech savvy or is in the security kind of role. So tailor the message to the end person. I like that. Before I get into some wrapping up questions, what one question do you wish that Daniel had asked the Sheikh Baba? So... Hmm. I would have wished that you asked me, do I live with my family or not? <laughs> do you live with your family or not? <laughs> yeah. I must say, you know, like we I live with such a big family, Daniel. Like um, yeah, I live with a huge family. It's That's not only fantastic. me. So I'm also enforcing, you know, security behavior here at home. So I know what it feels like. There's five generations in my house. So I'm going to the Gen Z and I'm going to the baby bloomers and I'm telling them <laughs> and I'm telling them that and one's a TikTok and one's not. And... Oh, you just made my day. I love, I oh, love that. You just made my day. So we are coming to the end of the year. What are you most excited to see coming out of Ava in the next six to eight months? What are you looking for from the vendors that you're excited about that can help your users? So I definitely want to see how, you know, the working remotely tools and all these different types of technologies and how we can embed it for remote use as well as office use. So, yeah, I definitely want to see that come through. And for your job, we are are ramping up to what I think is a busy time from an Investec perspective, the end of the year. What is your focus for the next quarter? So leading up to the Christmas break. Yeah, so right now, Cyber Awareness Month initiatives. So there's a whole lot of things happening, such as live talks and games. There's also a first ever security series that we're rolling out, which is awesome because there's no deadline for it. So I'm just letting all the Investec employees know right now that, yeah, just watch the Cybersecurity Awareness Series. And then November being Fraud Awareness Month, you know, we also want to kind of get like fraud scams and some form of communication around that. 
And we love working with teams, so we'll definitely be working with the full team on those communications. And then towards the end of the year, looking at holiday awareness, my favorite time of the year, and like with Stunning. everyone else, everyone's favorite time of the year, there'll be you know, holiday awareness. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that you've got such a pragmatic approach to security and it's we can predict it and we can educate our users because I believe users want to do the right thing. We don't want to be responsible for getting anyone into trouble. And if they are informed and they're better equipped, they will do the right thing. My last question for you, what advice do you have to people who are not as fortunate as you who are responsible for getting the users up to speed, but aren't in an investec that's given you this title. How can they do this better? Okay. When we look at training, I said simply offering training sometimes always doesn't work. It's what employees do that matters to us. Mm -hmm. So if it were someone else, I would encourage them to use some form of gamification. This would kind of enable them to get some feedback, a sort of social element to it. And then also looking at the enforcement of maybe doing things right. We can always send a company-wide email that congratulates someone, you know, for detecting and reporting some form of incident. And yeah, you'll definitely see an improvement in that type of security behavior. Stunning. Stunning. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed our time together, Ashika. It's been interesting. I've learned a lot. And it's nice that you keep erring back to the user because the user is not the enemy. The users mm-hmm. keep us in the job. And I'd like to thank you for giving humanity to this talk. And as you go into your quarter for November fraud, December holiday awareness month, I'm, see, I made my notes there. I just mm-hmm. want to wish you well, be blessed and be safe. Living at home with all the hundreds of people. Thank you from our side for being a guest and talking on behalf of Ava and Ava Security in their three-part series, because October is all about awareness month. And I think you are raising the awareness and you've certainly raised mine in new ways to educate our users, the carrot, not the stick. From my side, Daniel Robus at the Tech Central Podcast, I'd like to say thank you. And we are going to sign off. (music) 